Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Coming to three, two. We are joined by Mark Jones from Rice University to talk about a couple of different issues here. First off, Mark, let's talk about the special session that continues in Austin. The governor has added some more parts to it. What did he add? And I hear there's a compromise that might let the star test disappear. Right. So the blocking point so far in this special session has been the House has refused to pass any voucher legislation until the governor puts school funding on the special session call, which the governor said he would only do once the House passed uh, voucher legislation. So they were a stalemate. Now it appears that that stalemate is broken and there's a deal between the House and the Senate, whereby the House will pass or at least agreed to consider voucher legislation that's more robust than what we were considering earlier in terms of its universal and applies to most, if not all, parents and children. Uh, In exchange for that, I assume in the details, we're going to see a very substantial increase in public education funding. Is the school voucher program something that most Texas families want? Have they weighed in on this? Well, we actually released a survey today, a University of Houston Hobby School, Texas Southern University survey that shows that about half of Texans want vouchers, about a quarter of Texans don't want vouchers, and about a quarter of Texans neither want nor don't want vouchers. So so it's about two to one, a little less than two to one, uh, or twice as many uh, Texans want vouchers as don't want vouchers. So there is support for them, but it's and it's especially strong among African-Americans and African-American Democrats and white Republicans. And vouchers tend to be the least popular with white Democrats. So we think about sort of the different groups, black Democrats and white Republicans, Latino Republicans, pretty much all Republicans support vouchers. Uh, White Democrats are the group that tends to oppose them the strongest. For those people that might not understand how this program works, how would a school voucher program work and what does that mean for child's education? Well, the way at least it's presented, and we'll have to actually see the legislation because right now it's just the overall proposal, is that every family would be eligible to have for approximately $10,000 per child that they could use to send their child to a private school, a religious school, to homeschool, but always with uh, the cost having to be justified. That is, if they were homeschooling, they could use it for homeschooling costs or tutors or extracurricular activities, but they would have to do it within a certain set of parameters. They couldn't say, go and do a trip to Disney World and call that uh, their education. Yeah, not exactly a field trip that you wanna be able to have to justify. Ten thousand dollars for a private school—it doesn't sound like a lot. What do private schools cost these days? 
Well, I think it really depends on what we're talking about. Yes, if we're talking about the elite schools like Hockaday, yeah, that's that's a drop in the bucket there. But there are a host of other private schools for which $10,000 gets you pretty close. And many of those schools have scholarships. And so the $10,000 can be a game changer for those schools, particularly those focused on more lower income communities, because right now they're either not able to expand or they're having issues because there aren't enough families that can pay that money. But if you can imagine families with $10,000, that would cover their costs and some. And where needed, they could provide some uh, scholarships and then charge a little more for people who can afford a little more. Plus, you know, Texas is a pretty entrepreneurial place. So we would start to see, I think, a large number of churches in particular began to open schools once they would be insured of a revenue stream of $10,000 per student. What would all of this private school voucher talk, what would this do to public schools then if, if more parents are trying to pull the kids out of public schools? Well, so one of the reasons why you have a lot of people that oppose vouchers is that their fear is that with this money leaving schools, the public schools was essentially enter a vicious circle where they would start to decline, particularly those public schools that aren't in areas where they already have strong support and a good reputation. So I think many of the public schools that already are doing well and have a good reputation and parents are happy with they wouldn't see much change, but it would be those schools that already are sort of in shaky a shaky situation. They would see school students leave. They would have less revenue, and then that's where they would begin the downward cycle. So you know, in place you know, the, tends to be more of the urban districts like Houston ISD or Dallas ISD that would be the ones that I think would be most under threat. What would this also do for teachers themselves? Would they have less incentive to teach in public schools? Well, I don't, for teachers, it's, I don't know if it's going to have as much of an impact. Uh, it could in terms of if the student quality drops, that that may be a negative. But as part of this package, at least as it's been portrayed by the governor, we would see some significant raises for teachers. So teachers in public schools would be better paid after this uh, legislation passed. So he's added the whole concept of teacher pay raises and everything that, that teachers seem to have wanted. Will that pass in this special session? Is there enough time left in this special session? Well, I think time's a real issue because they have to have everything passed by a week from today. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when the 30 days ends. It's going to be tough to get that legislation crafted and drafted and then debated in the, on the Senate and House floor, especially when it's possible that Democrats in the House may engage in some delaying tactics, knowing that they can can effectively keep it from passing. Now, that said, if it doesn't pass by next Tuesday when the uh, third special session ends, the following Wednesday, Governor Abbott can call them right back into session. Now, they would have to do some procedural things starting over, but the reality is uh, if there is really a deal between the governor and the speaker and a majority of uh, the Texas House members are on board with this, then if they don't get it done in the next seven days, they can certainly get it done within the next 14 days. And you know, from a, a application perspective, that would be the same. They also talk about the possibility that the star test would be phased out if this passes as well. Right. And so I think that's too, there's, off, there's been a lot of opposition to the star test, both from Democrats and Republicans. And there would also be, I think, a 
there'd be reticence among many private schools to have to engage in state mandated testing. So one way to av avoid having a double standard for private schools and public schools is to simply eliminate the star test or at least significantly reduce their usage overall. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.